So, so um, what about today? What do, what do we have on today the Today our topic, uh, related to the lesson that we put out earlier, it's about, you know, how to stop beating yourself up mm. over past mistakes or, you know, things that you did that you maybe now you're not that happy about um, and just getting out of this like mental funk that right. so many people find themselves in at different periods um, in their life. And so... You know, there's that whole like negative self-talk that happens that we can actually proactively um, help silence. And that's Mm -hmm. what that lesson is that we put out earlier. So definitely check that out for some strategies for, you know, changing the way you talk to yourself, basically. And that the reason we bring that up on this channel about, you know, for social skills and communication is because that's the intrapersonal communication aspect of, Mm. you know, our communication and our interaction, right? How does our interaction look with ourselves within us um and you know how can that also relate to what we're doing with you know with how we're interacting with other people right if you're not in a good mental space then it's gonna be very difficult to interact with people right yeah definitely i i think we often do like to tie in the uh internal thought process into the overall social skills framework because So much of, like you're saying, what we do externally begins with what happens internally. Yes. And so I've certainly found that um, the more settled my mind is, the more composed I am, um, the much more pleasant and smooth and fluent my interactions with other people will be. And you can see that, right? When you interact with someone who's feeling down, um, or uh, disheveled, right? Or just like um, not put together, discombobulated, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, you can tell word. it. Yeah, you can tell, and and um, it's harder to to connect with them. It's harder to communicate uh, clearly. So, yeah. uh, I think today's topic, this week's topic yep. about getting out of a funk, is is very related to social skills because it's hard to have a an uplifting and energetic and productive conversation with someone if you're uh, down on yourself, right? If you're feeling frustrated and um, just, you know, out of sorts. Yeah, in a funk, right? In a funk. It's like weird, inexplicable. Sometimes it's, you know, you can explain it. Sometimes it's inexplicable, but um, it's just that like heaviness that you feel that you don't want to, you know, do your workout. You don't want to see your friends. You don't want to you know, even having your favorite smoothie doesn't brighten your day, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Stuff often like that, subtle, right? right? It's subtle. often, yeah, mm-hmm. like it just, I, I like the idea of just like a weight sort of sitting on you, yeah. right? Um, you might feel in your chest um, or in your throat a little bit yeah. or your stomach, right? These these areas that it's just, it collects this weight and, yeah. and it's hard to do stuff because there's this weight on you. Yeah. And I, that's why I love the word funk. Right. right. The funk just like it's uh, not to be confused with funky, uh, the music genre yeah, funk, from the 70s, right? which I love as well. Yes. But um, completely opposite. Yeah, feeling. That's, that's the funny thing. That's like super yeah. groovy. Funk music is like all about good energy. It's good hype vibes. up. It's like great for like a workout playlist. Right. Exactly. What not. Um, but this kind of funk, it's it's just like it's hard to put to words. And so a funk just, I think, ex- encapsulates yeah. the sort of. Difficult to explain, but but very real um, constraint on your mind. Right. And I think what's interesting is that how closely 
you know, having that negative self-talk and being in a funk, how closely that relates to rumination mm. and overthinking. Yeah. And we put out a video lesson and a live stream about that. I can link it below for you too to check it out. But it's very related, right? Because oh, yeah. when you're in a funk, you're probably replaying something a few times in your head, right? Oh, I should have answered that email differently. Why didn't I answer that email the way that I know now how to answer that email? It's like five hours later, right? Yeah. Um, but the whole point with that is that you have to stop yourself from doing that. So I like to think of it as you get like one chance, a, like one chance to play back the VHS. In <laughs> We're 90s kids. Yeah. So VHS in your head, right? And you get that one chance. You can't keep replaying it and replaying it and wear out the VHS to the point of it. Because what happens when you overwatch something? It, it physically breaks, yeah, right? That's when you know uh, you've played it too many times. Yeah, which is fine on YouTube. Like, feel free to watch this yeah, again yeah. and again. I mean, <laughs> we're not telling you not to. But it's Google servers, not our cassette player. Exactly. So if it's a cassette player, right? Remember? Yeah, yeah. If you, if, you, if you play a tape over and over, yeah. these magnetic strips that have all the data on there essentially start to wear out. Yeah. Um, they'll come out like you'll see their internal yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly yeah they'll spill uh, their guts and on you, you don't want that going on in your brain right you don't no. want to keep thinking about the same thing over and over and over and that's yeah. the rumination process exactly and i think that is very tied to, to being in a funk yeah because this funk um whether it's audible in your head or whether it's sort of like um, physical you feel it right yeah or it could be physical yeah. um it typically has to do with something and so you're saying play it back once. So I'm saying if you're going to play it back, just you get one replay. Uh -huh. And then what you would want to do with that replay, you want to make it like a proactive replay, right? So what you do is you find a teachable moment in that. Mm. So instead of beating yourself up over it, oh, I shouldn't have sent that email that way. That was like a big mistake. I you know, should have used this language and not that language or whatever, right? We, we can find the total minutiae to beat ourselves mm -hmm. up over but the point is, is that you find a teachable moment in mm. that experience that you're not happy about. And going forward, that's now your new, you know, perspective on what to do, say, when writing an email or responding to someone or however, whatever you're dealing with at the time. So you get one replay. And from that replay, you have to find a teachable moment. Yeah, it's almost like um, it's the director's uh Commentary, Cut. you know, oh, oh, yeah. director's commentary. So you can um, often with like your DVD, we're, we're going with all the retro <laughs> tech here, but with your DVD, um, they'll have extras on there. And one of them will be director's commentary. So you can rewatch mm -hmm. the film and the director is sort of annotating every little with the, scene. Right, with the right? tonal overlay. Oh, here the actors the... wanted to do this, but I wanted to do that. Oh, here we had trouble with the lighting. Uh, there, you know, a deer walked onto the set, right? So they sort of, point out all the challenges and, and yeah. strangeness. So that's exactly, I think, uh, what you're describing yeah. for this replay. You you play it back um, with the purpose of an analysis, right? Of some deriving some kind of benefit. understanding. Yeah. Benefit, understanding. Some value from, from some value, it. right? Yeah. From that replay. It's not just a mindless replay where you're, you know, in a, a state of self-pity. Yeah. Um, it's a, a very deliberate replay where you're looking to uh, figure out a solution, exactly. right? And understanding yeah. it better and, and how it can be avoided. And if you do that, uh, I, I would agree that, you know, after doing it, you're much less likely to, to sort of ruminate after that because you just kind of, 
you've solved mystery. Yeah, exactly. You, you know yeah. what to do now yeah. in the future, right? Right. So really kind of shifting your perspective on failure as being a stepping stone to success or really there being no such thing as failure. That's another way to look at it. It's just all teachable moments, right? Learning experiences, such is the existence of life, right? That kind of thing will really get you far in terms of like getting you out of a funk mm -hmm. or maybe you notice you're starting to slip into a funk and you immediately get yourself out of it so that you don't fall into that abyss, Yeah, right? And I like that idea of noticing, right? Yeah. That noticing process, being aware of it happening is really important, Yeah. right? Yeah. Being able to detect when you're getting pulled into a funk that you're not in your normal state of mind, your optimal state of mind, that itself is a real skill yeah. that can help with this process, right? If, yeah. you, can, if you can identify um, that, that inflection point when you start going from normal to worse than normal, um, you can immediately start to employ some remedial tactics to, yes. to sort of mitigate the process. Yeah, so it comes back to, you know, knowing yourself and knowing how you, your different, um, you know, your different states of emotional states, I guess, yeah. right? And I think you might have mentioned this in one of your videos before, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm almost certain you did, but running essentially um, diagnostics on yourself on a yeah. regular basis. Yeah. Right, I think that can be really helpful. Just building in sort of uh, sporadic diagnostics, basically a self check-in. Right. How am I doing right now? Uh, right. How am I feeling? And that's something we don't do, right? No. All the time, I feel like we're just going through our day and things are happening to us and we're feeling things, yeah. but we're not really noticing that we're feeling them. Right. Um, we do a lot of meditation and one of the meditation recently that we did, meditation sessions, yeah, you could call it, that we did was about uh, one of the lines was something like, "Are you breathing in the universe, or is the universe breathing you in?" Yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. Remember that exactly. one? Yeah. And so that's a good way of looking at it. Are you letting this like potential funk get into you your head? Are you letting it like control you, or are you gonna squash that thing? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like an invasive species in totally. your mind. Right, you want to get it out of there before it like has its grips yeah. on you and address it. You want to address it. Yeah. So um, what? Yeah. What were you gonna say? I think I was gonna answer the question you're about to ask. <laughs> How are you gonna address it? Okay. Yes. So uh, my strategy, uh, something that works very well for me, is when I'm in a funk. Yeah. It's often because I'm a bit directionless. Mm. Right. I don't quite know what it is I want to do. Mm. Um, what my objective is in that moment. Hold up, are you yeah. talking about like in that day, like what you're gonna do in that day, or like bigger picture, like in life? It can be either, or and, in, I, and, in I, and I'll month. get to that actually, okay. Okay. yeah. Okay, great. Uh, that's a great question. Yeah. So um, the funk typically begins when I'm a little bit, uh, like I said, directionless, and I don't know what to do with the day, I don't know what to do with the hour. Yeah. Um, because I like to stay occupied, I like to feel productive, and if I'm not productive, that's, that's when the funk starts yeah. uh, creeping in. So what helps for me is to identify my priorities. Mm. Uh, and by doing that, I'm able to start to um, course correct my day uh, and become productive and feel like I'm getting something done that, 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 that's important. And to your question, you know, are we talking about uh, your priorities in that moment no. or, or sort of longer term? Yeah. I, what I find is that the hardest priority to come up with is the most immediate one. Yeah. 
right? I, and so if I can't figure out what it is I'm supposed to be doing that hour, then I zoom out to that day and I say, okay, what am I supposed to be getting done today? And then based on what I need to get done today, I can say, uh, okay, well, with the amount of time I have left, this is how my hour should break out and this is what I should be doing this hour, right? Yeah. Now, if I don't know what I'm supposed to get done that day, I zoom out even further, right? Mm. What's a bigger term priority? Maybe something in the space of a month that I'm yeah. trying to get done. Right. And so uh, if you have trouble figuring out what it is your priority is, just keep zooming out. Mm -hmm. And eventually you'll get to a point where you get super macro, yeah. right? Like uh, my goal is to buy a house, right? Or to travel the world or to start a family. Right. Or to be right? happy. To be happy, right? right? You're going to get, eventually, if you zoom out far enough, there'll be something you know you want to do. And once you identify that, then you can start to zoom back in, yeah. right? Um, and I love figure out, that. okay, if, yeah. if, I'm, if I, this is what I want to do on, on a, a year basis. Yeah. What do, I, what do I need to do each month to get there? And then what do I need to do, you know, in the four weeks of this month? Right. And then what about this specific week? Yeah. And then what about today? And then, okay, this is what I want to get done today. How can I break up my day in a way that I can get each of those objectives done and accomplish what I need to get done that day? Right. Right. So sort of breaking out, zooming out, and then zooming back in in a very methodical way, I find is a great exercise in reminding you what's important. And once you get focused and oriented toward what's important to you, you stop feeling, uh, uh, I should say at least I stop feeling this sense of, um, you know, uh, want, right? Yeah. Or this sense of like, like directionlessness. Yeah, directionlessness, yeah. Lo being lost. Instead, yeah. I have a clear path. And when you have that clear path, you suddenly, you're not worried about this funk. The funk doesn't even exist anymore right. because you have a purpose. Yeah, you've obliterated the funk because now you have all the Lego pieces in front of you. You know what the Lego is supposed to look like at the end. Yeah. And um, you have the steps you need to take to get there. It's just yeah. a matter of time. Um, the other thing that I think is a good way of getting you out of that kind of negative state of mind, that mental funk, um, stopping that negative self-talk from, you know, taking over that day or that week even. I don't. I think for pe some people it could last for quite a while, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, you can be in a funk for, I mean, people can be in a funk for a year. Scary, right? right? So, but we have control. That's the whole, that's the beauty of it, right? We can decide when to turn off and on the funk. <laughs> that's kind of cool actually. Yeah. But you get, you get what I'm saying. Um, so the thing that I think sort of helps me is when I kind of think about, you know, the good things that I've already been doing, right? So mm -hmm. let's say I'm in a funk about, I don't know, something at work, let's say. Then I go and think about all the things that I did really well at work and my what my boss said about me, mm. what my colleagues felt, like maybe look at some old reports or you you can even start to like accumulate that. It doesn't just have to be about work. It could be something that your friend did for you or a nice pleasant surprise that one of your friends did or something and you can start writing them down on little pieces of paper and then folding them up and putting them in a glass jar and have that glass jar somewhere accessible to you it could be somewhere in your office your room your bookshelf wherever right. you you know you're gonna uh, go to and then when you're feeling that sort of negative feeling creep up on you you can reach for that jar pick out a piece of paper just at random read it like a fortune cookie right and <laughs> feel like an immediate endorphin rush. I mean, that's like a nice little yeah. reminder, right? Because sometimes we forget, right? We're so focused on 
you know, being better and doing better and being better than yesterday, right? All these like big motivational, you know, sayings. Yep. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we also have to remember that we, we did a lot already, right? And if you haven't done a lot already, that's okay. Like you'll have an opportunity to do a lot um, yeah. as long as you're in that mindset. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, um, it's kind of it's kind of like um, something else that we've, we've mentioned before, which is uh, a gratitude journal. Yeah. Right. Uh, making a concerted effort to, to, to write down the things you're grateful for. What I like about yours is that um, you're almost doing it proactively, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily when you're in a funk, but just yeah. in general, you're taking those notes and, and putting them on the paper. And, yeah. And you, you're basically building up a reserve yeah. of good feeling thoughts. For a rainy right? day. For a rainy day. Yeah. And you can tap that reserve when you need to. Exactly. And then fold it back and put it back in. And then you'll have, you can even like color, um, take like construction paper and make it colored paper right. so that you can, you know, it looks pretty in a jar. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something and, fun for you to do. And so I think building off of that, Doing that in the moment when you're in a funk can yeah. also help, right? Let's say you don't have that piggy bank of, of, of fun thoughts. Mm, you can just good, sit yeah. down and, and start to list out the things you are grateful for, yeah. right? Because, you know, we talk about this a lot, but if we're able to uh, participate in this live session, right? If you have a computer, the internet, uh, a roof over your head, and you're able to watch this live, yeah. you definitely have a lot to be grateful for. Um, I certainly do. Definitely. And so... Uh, sometimes we just have to remind ourselves of that. And so sitting down and and writing out a list of things, make it 10 um, that you're really grateful for. Uh, and just do that every few hours, every day, right? Do it until the funk starts to... Uh, Disseminate. Dissipate. Yeah, dissipate. Dissipate, right, exactly. Um, I think that's a very good practice for your brain. Exactly. Right? Just, just to... Because when you're in a funk, typically what's happening is those negative pathways are firing, mm. right, in your brain. And and they'll just keep firing. Um, it's kind of like um, when you're skiing and you get stuck in that one rut that everyone's skiing in. Your goal is to sort of pop off and go into the powder and create a new track for right. yourself. Glade skiing. Glade skiing, <laughs> right? Um, and to to do that, uh, using, using a, a list of things that you're grateful for can sort of pop you out of the rut and into some fresh snow yeah. if you're a skier. Exactly. We like skiing. Yeah. So another thing that you can think about is maybe taking the focus off of you for a while. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we're so in our heads, like we're just focusing on us, right? And that's good when you're like happy about things and positive about things. Um, But when things aren't going your way that day or that week, um, then you might want to take the focus off of you for a little bit. And what I mean by that is like phone a friend. And so when you phone a friend, you can ask them how they're doing. Is there anything that you can do to help them? Mm. Is there any advice that you can give them? It sounds kind of ridiculous, right? In a way, because you're not, you might not seem like you're in a place to be giving, doling out like nuggets of wisdom. But you'd be surprised at, you know, how, how much value you still have to offer someone else, right? Even in that, when you're on the brink of being in a rut or when you're deep in that abyss of a rut. Um, So basically taking the focus off of you and trying to help someone out. You can even like, you know, go out and do some volunteering. You can do things where it's not about you. And taking that focus off of you really helps like alleviate that pressure of, 
oh, I need to find my like purpose. I need to, you know, write better emails. I need to, I don't know, whatever, smile more. I don't know, whatever you're you yeah, know, yeah. feeling upset about in the moment. I love that. Yeah. Uh, basically creating uh, uh, something else that your brain can focus on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think I do that a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, You're good about that. Yeah, because there there is so much out there that we could direct our attention to. Uh, I love the idea of helping people mm-hmm. um, because that also pets provides... Pets too, right? It could be pets like... Pets taking care yeah, of things, taking care right? Of, like, even watering plants, right? Totally, yeah. Um, those are all ways to, to sort of... Um, caring for something else takes the, uh, the sort of onus off of worrying about yourself because yeah. you have something else or someone else to worry about. Um, another one that we, I think, mentioned on the last live, but I'll, I'll reiterate here, yeah. is taking on a new challenge. Yeah, that's a good right? one. Right? Um, learning a new language, yeah. learning a new skill, um, picking or, or, or sort of putting yourself in a, in a situation that you're not used to. Like you're saying, it's difficult when you're in a funk yeah. to sort of to, to like, do something that's out of your comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, and switch gears. Right? It's, you, don't feel, you don't feel prepared for that. It's kind of like uh, when you do a heavy workout the day before, it's like, well, I don't want to do another heavy workout. My body's still exhausted. Yeah. But sometimes by doing a different style of workout, or in this case, a different activity, um, it, it pushes you to, um, to, to recalibrate your mind. Yeah. And uh, that can be very effective for sort of jolting you out of that, that sort of negative yeah. uh, situation. Yeah. So anything where you're like, purposefully putting yourself in uncertain situations or uncomfortable situations, that really increases your, I think, your resistance to finding yourself in a rut. So if we're talking about like immune boosting properties against ruts, right? Yeah, resilience. Resilience. Then that's something that you might want to, you know, start incorporating in your day to day. And this could be something like you know, ramping up your workout intensity or maybe taking cold showers or doing like sauna treatment or doing like these things where they sound fasting, right? Like water fasting. These things sound extreme. And of course, you need to do your own research and see what is, you know, best for you or not like telling you to do things that you shouldn't be doing. But basically, you know, having that awareness that there are some other things that you could be doing to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations so that when you feel like there's this uncomfortable feeling creeping in on you, embrace it, accept it in the moment, and then wash it off, right? You don't need to keep that like mud on you, basically. Yeah, the uh, the Stoics actually have uh, a whole um, process built around this, and they call it essentially voluntary suffering. Yeah. Right? Where you are electing to uh, take on a certain amount of discomfort as a means of building up your resistance. Yeah. Right? And it is like strengthening the muscle. And if you deploy it when the times are good uh, on a voluntary basis, when times are bad on an involuntary basis, that all that resilience yeah. that you've been developing yep. comes to the forefront and protects you, right? Exactly. Uh, it's, it's, it's a strength that you can draw from. Um, and at that point, you don't need to voluntarily you know, impose yeah. suffering because it's happening uh, just as a fact uh, of life. And so you're, you're prepared for it, uh, right? It's the same concept. 
You don't want to uh, go and give a speech without practicing giving a speech. And a lot of the time when bad things happen to us, it's the equivalent of walking onto stage without doing any preparation, right? We're not expecting it. Yeah. We're not prepared for it. Yeah. It just happens to us and we're caught off guard uh, and that can easily throw us into this funk. Right. But if instead we've been spending time uh, when there isn't as much pressure, building up uh, our reserves um, and, and developing strategies for coping with difficult situations, when those difficult situations arrive, when that difficult mindset arrives, yeah. we're, we're in a much better position to, um, to with, withstand the, the onslaught. That's right. Yeah. yeah, so it's these little things, right? These small changes that you can make when, you know, when it's sunny out uh, so that you can keep building resistance and build up those reserves for a rainy, snowy yeah. day. It's, it's actually uh, uh, very uh, analogous to that um, jar that you're talking about, yeah. right? You're filling up that jar uh, with little with, rays with good of things, sunshine. With rays of sunshine yeah. when they come. Yeah. Right. You don't wait till it's cloudy to try and collect the sunlight. Because <laughs> yeah. you're not going to get much. So start on your, you know, let's call them celebration jars right now. Yeah. Or you can call them pep talk jars. You can call them pump it, pump it up jars. I don't yeah. know. Come up with your own name. Um, and you know, start every day. Maybe um, you know, write down one good thing. Turbo jars. Turbo <laughs> jars. Yeah, like sunshine jars. Yeah. Anything that you, it doesn't have to be like right from the recent um, past. It could be from like ten years ago, twenty years ago. It could be from your childhood. Um, things or things that you did to positively impact someone. Like yeah. you tutored uh, someone and they passed their exam with flying colors. Right. Things yeah. like that. Just. Or you sometimes hear from your students who say, you know, I was so grateful for your teaching. Yeah. Uh, I'm not able to do this and yeah. it's because of you, right? Little things like that. Yeah, that always warms my heart. I mean, and it's funny how people still remember you after like 10 years. That's always a, a nice like reminder of even, you know, when you spend a year with someone teaching them, right? Uh, teaching a group of students, they still remember you. Like I'm sure you remember teachers that made a positive impact on you, right? I certainly do. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it's really, it's, you know, don't overlook all that good stuff and then just like, you know, walk around with a cloud over your head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When you're in a funk, it feels like that's never going to change. Yeah. It feels like that's become the permanent state, but it never is. Yeah. It never is. Um, and so by, um, by developing some of these uh, sort of protective uh, strategies um, and, and skills. Yeah, uh, you can you can quickly get through that funk and get back into you know the mindset that helps you be productive and do the things you love to do. Yeah, and the one last thing that I'll say is I'm just gonna like copy Nike here for a second, just <laughs> do it kind of thing. Um, I, to be honest, didn't, did not want. To um, I wanted to do my workout yesterday, which was my recovery day. It's funny how that kind of... Right. Today is not my recovery day, and I did not want to do it. And I was feeling kind of like sluggish. I was like, well, I'll just read my book right now. I was doing a little a bit of procrastinating, and I was fully aware of it. And I said, you know, I just got to do it. I'll go lighter than yep. what I was intending to. And then by the end of it, I was going pretty hard. But um, yeah, so I was happy that I did it, and now I'm like... Yeah, that was yeah. the best decision. Totally, yeah. Showing up, right? Yeah. Showing up Show is 50% of the battle. Doing it. Yeah. So, and, and telling yourself you don't have to go full in, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you start to build that momentum, you find that you are going full in. So yeah. 
Yeah, just just do it. Just do it. Yeah, what a great slogan. I love that. It's so good. Nike's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I, we would, of course, love to hear what works for you guys in terms of getting out of funks. We all get in them. Yeah. We all get out of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, to, to the extent that we could be more deliberate and proactive about getting out of them, that helps everyone. So if there's yeah. something that you do that works really well, let us know. Let yeah, everyone let us know. know. Share um, with the community. Yeah. It really helps, right? We all, yeah. you know, share learnings with each other. And, and what works for us may not work for other people. And yeah. So uh, the more diverse and comprehensive uh, the database of ideas is, uh, the better everyone benefits. Exactly. And that so. way you can pick and choose and, you know, try a different strategy every yeah. week. Yeah. Right? So anyways, thanks for joining us today. Uh, this is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun. It always hopefully is. Hopefully instructive. <laughs> and That's we'll right. see you in the next show. Yeah, wish us luck on our water fest. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Should be fun. All right. Well, happy exploring. We will see you in the next one. Have a great weekend. Bye, everyone.